Welcome to Nothing Confidential, the podcast. I'm Kristen Henke, your hostess with the mostest, guide from the side, and mistress of ceremonies. Together, we're about to explore and deconstruct the shame and stigma surrounding our sexuality. You heard that right. We're going deep on the topics of sex, relationships, spirituality, health, and everything else that impacts our ability to live, love, and orgasm freely. My hope is to shine a light on our shared experiences by normalizing taboo topics and empowering each of you to reclaim autonomy of your pleasure, your bodies, and your lives. You are now entering a judgment-free zone where I ask all the uncomfortable and embarrassing questions for you. Our unofficial mantra is be curious, not judgmental. So leave your inner prude at the door or strap her in tight because this is happening. gosh you guys this is not this is not the first attempt um to have this conversation with my good friend victoria who is here with me today for a very special episode of asking for a friend with a friend yeah (laughs) we're doing it like morning show style this morning i've got like my coffee it's like we you don't always know what time you're going to record but today it's like 10 a.m on a saturday Mm -hmm. i feel like we should be going down like current events and joking about fun things that happened last night, but I was in my sweatpants last night yeah. and I ate pizza and that's about it. <laughs> last night I was able to leave work early or the normal, like three hours early, which I was really stoked on because that never happens. And so I came home and I think it was because I was so tired from working for like four hours straight and like rushing to get everything done that I'd crashed out as soon as I got home for like 15 minutes, like a quick cat nap. And then I was up and ready to do whatever. So we just watched this is us and cried a little. (laughs) Oh, that sounds good. Um, We went to, so one of Mike's friends from college that he went to college with lives in Oak park, which is like 20 minutes from us. Okay. And then another friend of his who went to college with them um, who lives I think he's in Michigan and he was in town visiting. And so Mike wanted to see him. And so I text uh, the friend's wife and I was just like, Hey, like, what are you doing? Because I'm not planning on putting on structured pants. So like, I don't know what they're doing, but like I plan to sit on your couch in my sweatpants. If I come, is that cool? And she's like, same page, getting over a cold. I will stay across the room from you and the baby. I will, I'm going to be in my pajamas. And so we started a show on Hulu called Dollface. Um, it's oh. got I don't I don't have Hulu, so I don't I wasn't aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a very like exaggerated. It's like the, it starts out with a girl. She and her boyfriend break up after like five years. Like they're sitting mm-hmm. <laughs> they're sitting at like brunch, and she's like, "How are your huevos rancheros?" And he's like, "I don't love you anymore." And that's like how the show starts. <laughs> well all right like (laughs) I was like oh that's brutal man you get dumped over beans and eggs like that is not that is not how I would want that to go down after five years um but then it spins off into this whole thing where she was that person like we all know that friend who as soon as they get into a romantic relationship they disappear and you stop seeing them yes and so she's trying to like reconnect with her friends from like college and like have girlfriends again and like examine herself and her choices and whatever but it was it was entertaining it was fun yeah that is entertaining. <laughs> oh, wait, is that the one with Kat Dennings? Yes, it is. Okay. I, c- I couldn't think of her name, which is why I didn't bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the girl from Two Broke Girls, the dark headed one with the big Yes. Beard. Yes. 
Now I know what you're talking about. Now I'm interested. Now you know what I'm putting down. Yes. Um, Yeah. And she is very, she's very Kat Dennings. And then uh, I was trying to think. So the other two main girls, one of them is, and I'm not going to be able to remember her name either. I want to say Shay Mitchell, the like really stunning one who plays the lesbian on uh, you. Oh, oh, is she a lesbian on you too? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Because the what was the show with all the girls? It was like a murder mystery that like never resolved. Oh, it was so pretty easy, little but it liars. Have, that show, yeah. Yes, she was okay. on that. Yeah. She just had a baby. Her tits look amazing. She looks what? stunning, ridiculous. <laughs> um, so she's on it. And then the other girl, I don't know if she's ever had any significant roles. She is a gorgeous like Asian actress. Who what I know her from is she played the prissy girl London from Zach and Cody. Yes, like the hotel yes. twins. That <laughs> yeah. girl. So you know who I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is why I'm good at like taboo or whatever. I'm like, oh, let me think of all these random ways to describe something or somebody without telling you anything useful. <laughs> but what's funny is I knew everyone you were talking you about. Who I was talking about. So yes. Good. So good. I'm good at painting visuals. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So you guys. <laughs> so you guys, you're welcome. Um, also because you'll get a formal, I'll, I'll do a formal uh, intro for you. But okay. uh, Victoria is also a podcast host. She has an incredible show, Story Freedom, which we did a great episode on that she did oh, indeed yeah. remember to record, um, which is fantastic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we talked about sex and ethical porn and all kinds of stuff. And it was super oh, duper yeah. fun. Um, and she is branching out into some other super cool things. One of which I'm very curious about. I've been wanting to to ask you about. It's like the tea, the tea reading, or what? Yes. What is it? Yeah, tell it's me, tarot tell tea. Us what that is tarot yes. tea. Tell me yes. about tarot tea. Of course. So I love tarot reading. Like I dabbled into it. Like being, I think when I was like like five years ago, that's when it started. And so I just kind of life got in the way and I was like, never mind, I don't want to do it. And then like this past year, I was like, no, I want to learn it. Like I want to be able to like guide myself with it and kind of go from there. So then I started doing it on the podcast. And so now like I've kind of learned like, okay, like I know how I want to read it. And I read it in the form of questions where it's like, you know, the card is a general like reading of something and I interpret it my own way. But then at the end, I'm just like, okay, so how can you bring this into your life? Or like, where is this triggering for you? Cause like, I think the most empowering thing you can do is ask somebody questions to help guide them in their own journey of self-discovery and like really allowing themselves to embrace the trigger and like, okay, like this doesn't feel right with me. Like let's dig deeper kind of thing. Cause it's like jeopardy. What is childhood trauma? Yes. <laughs> what is that for you? <laughs> Four or five hundred dollars. <laughs> like <laughs> you're like seriously though, I'll send you an invoice. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's kind of the basis of tarot teas, because it's the tea that you don't want to hear and it's the tea you need to sip for oh, yourself. Okay. So that's yeah. where the tea comes in. I thought you were yes. literally like drinking tea or doing a tea ceremony like while you read tarot. I mean, it's kind of a part of it too. So possible. Okay. I didn't mean <laughs> yeah. you were like, no, I'm like serving up the piping hot tea. Like that's yes. what you were talking about. Yeah. I am not always um, up to date on the most. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> on the coolest like phrases and terms that kids are using these days. Yeah. Um, I try to work in tea when I can, but I forget because I just drink a lot of tea literally. So yeah. I, I, yeah. I forget to use it. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is a very important question. Are you a witch? 
Not a Wiccan. A Wiccan is scary, like a witch. Yeah. <laughs> a um, witch is like I, sexy and fun and like knows things about the cosmic, <laughs> the cosmosis. Look at you. You guys can't look at her, but I can because we're on video. It's okay. You can look at the Instagram and you can see her face. Oh, yeah. You have beautiful <laughs> but, long um, hair. Um, I like yes and no like I like to think of myself as that way but I'm not like the traditional like sense of like making spells like I haven't really done that yet but I've done like rituals like rituals are like a part of my life and create structure so in a sense I am but then like I'm not like I got like a dose you're like I'm like like I think of myself as like a little bit witchy and bitchy Yes. Like I care about full moon stuff and how that affects me. And I blame a lot of stuff on that. And I'm also very aware of like, you know, the the other energies that are involved. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into that. Totally. But I also don't ride around on a broom. So, you know. I mean, that would be wicked cool. Actually. Yes. A fun story. We watched The Wizard of Oz for the first time, my son and I, and he now gets his hockey stick and he's like running around on his broomstick. And I'm like, yes. And I do that every time he does that. But, you know, I, I'm kind of tiptoeing in it. Like, I'm really into like herbs. Like, I've started making my own little like teas to yeah. like try them out. And what's funny is I had a really bad reaction to one of the herbs oh, where no. it's mugwort, and you can only take That's small like doses. Harry Potter shit. Mugwort yes. is that what you? Literally. And it what helps, is mugwort like, for? So it helps with your psychic abilities. It helps you like kind of hone in on that. And like once I drank it, I could feel the lightheadedness coming in. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is weird. And my throat was tightening. And I was like, I don't know if this is like an allergic reaction or like my throat chakra is like, girl, speak, speak, yeah. like, come on. Like, <laughs> am I getting fucked up? Or <laughs> well, <laughs> it was kind of like that where I was like, whoa, I'm in a different realm here. And it's like, it was very interesting, and I haven't done it since because I'm, like, afraid. Because I did it when Kobe was awake, and I was like. Oh. You're like, I should probably have adult supervision here <laughs> yes. for myself and also Kobe when I, when I do this again. So I, I actually think that, um, and I would love to hear other people's thoughts on this, I think witch is kind of outdated, obviously. There's, like, negative connotations about it. I really love the word I like the the al- alchemist. I like yes. the title alchemist. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I think you're, I think you're dabbling in alchemy, which yeah. is, yeah, yeah, and it's like, like herbalism. without the pointed black hat. Though, if somebody wants to make a fashion statement, no judgment. Yes. That's, as always, we're very which open. they do make really cute, like witch hats, where it's like those, um, like the big bill, and then yeah. it has like a tiny point, and it's actually like really cute, and I might oh. do it. Oh my god, so cute! You're such a cute witch. <laughs> always. <laughs> okay this feels like a great time should we dive into what our question was Hell our question yes. that was submitted for mm-hmm. hashtag asking for a friend you guys in case this is your first episode in case for whatever reason you put your finger down on this episode first thing nothing confidential we do a segment here called hashtag asking for a friend where people can anonymously submit questions about their sex lives or literally whatever else is on their mind but mostly we deal with sex around here so oh yeah let's let's pull up our question that victoria and i are going to talk all around and about so the purpose of these shows is not for you to walk away with like necessarily having your problems solved (laughs) (laughs) 
but triggered enough to dig deep. Like, yeah, it's more, it's more of an exploratory committee where we take the question and we're like, mm, interesting. Here are my personal thoughts uh, yes, and yeah. my experiences. Anything I feel is relevant, and then um, I will supply resources as they come up or make sense. And sometimes if I get a question that is like really. I don't know, like, I don't want to say that stumps me, but I'm like, whoa, that's like a heavy, deep question. That is when I literally will bring on like a, an accredited professional to like address that, like a therapist or something. Yeah. Um, but this is a question that I feel like a lot of people have struggled with. And I know we both have thoughts around it. So we're just going to like open it up and talk about it and get curious and talk about what we would do in the situation. And we love feedback. So as you guys are listening, if you have thoughts or experiences to share, or you just want to be like, oh yeah, me too. That happened. Do that. We're here for, <laughs> we're here for solidarity and all that. Yes. Okay. So here's the question. How can you have more sex with your partner if they don't like planning sex and they like the spontaneity of all of it? So basically these people are like, oh yeah, like it's not sexy if you put it on the calendar, which is something like people with lives and kids and stuff have to do sometimes. Yeah. Um, but then you end up waiting. It sounds like you end up waiting a long time for that spontaneous moment to happen. And so in between all the spontaneity, you're just not having sex. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's the question that has been floated out there. Here's the thing. Here's my first thought. <laughs> my first thought, and I mean this with like love, and I would say this to my partner, if they said that to me, I would be like, um, you're going to have to get over it. Like <laughs> to some extent, like I appreciate, first of all, that's, that's not, that's not exactly what I would say. Cause I really love my partner. And I would say, yeah. I hear you. I hear that you love spontaneity and that spontaneity feels sexy to you. Mm -hmm. So we need to talk about like, if that is a need that you have, we need to talk about how we can work spontaneous feeling things into a more structured situation because I also have needs and I can't wait five months between spontaneous acts. Like I need more sex than that. Yeah. So we're going to have to bring elements of spontaneity into our more, um, scheduled or regulated sexual encounters is, yes. is like the, the path that I would go down and I would explore what it would look like to like, number one, yes, I would always be thinking about the fact that they like spontaneous sex. I'd be like, okay, where do I have, like, you're doing all the planning and they don't know that it's planned, but it totally is planned. <laughs> but it's like, like you're, you're like engineering it from the inside where you're like, okay, I know that as long as it feels spontaneous to them, mm -hmm. that's really the important part. Cause yes. I just need to get some. So <laughs> I know that like, on this day or this time, like you can make arrangements for your kid to be gone or for you to get home a little early so you can prepare for something, or you guys are going to go out on a dinner date in advance and you know where you're going and you know that there is an all gender bathroom there that people are, that's at the back of the hall. I mean, like these are notes yes. that you're taking into effect so that you can orchestrate or engineer a spontaneous experience for your partner. It doesn't yes. have to be spontaneous for you necessarily. Yes. Um, that's how I would do it. I would do it like sneaky on the down low. Cause I that's, like that. you know, cause that makes a them lot. feel, yeah, that makes them yeah. feel good. I also think that you can bring spontaneous elements into sex where you're like, okay, so maybe my need that you're communicating, you're like, I really need to have sex. So I'm going to 
I'm going to pick the time and I will initiate it and then bring something surprising that they're not expecting that feels spontaneous into the mix. Like one time I, um, cause my husband and I had this conversation where it was kind of like in the beginning, because you're not living together and you're not planning your schedules around each other, it feels spontaneous, even though it's, it's not really spontaneous. It's just that yeah. you don't share a schedule. Like that's yes. the only thing you're like, Oh, I don't actually know if I'm having sex until the moment because yeah. we don't know anything about each other's schedule. Like that's the yes. only thing that really makes it spontaneous. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, what we did was it was, we were a couple years in and I was like complaining because things weren't spontaneous, which is hilarious because I actually hate like surprises and, and, and like when I want spontaneity, I mean, like, I want you to like drag me into a bathroom at a wedding. And I know I've said bathroom <laughs> twice now. I like having sex in the bathroom. You guys like it's out. Um, and I was like, that to me is spontaneous. It's like hot. Like I want you to want me like right now. Like that's yes. what I'm talking about. Like that passion. Yeah. But yeah. I also want to be prepared because it's like on a Tuesday night when I'm like, in my underwear, like loading the dishwasher. Like I'm not in my underwear because I feel sexy. I'm in my underwear because we have cauliflower and I have gas and my pants no longer contain me. And then you like come rub up on me and try to initiate sex. And I'm like, no, like I get that you're being spontaneous, but like I'm not into it. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> just like I'm asking for it, but yeah. not right now. <laughs> spontaneity is not all it's cracked up to be. So what I did was I took it into my own hands to plan a little spontaneity for us. Mm-hmm. And I went, um, I'm going to, I'm going to prop them right now. It was, um, oh my gosh, pregnancy brain. You're the worst. (laughs) Love is art. Love is art makes these kits, these paint kits where they literally send you and it's very like discreet packaging, but they send you a canvas, like a legit big size canvas, non-toxic paint, plastic booties. So you can get from the, the site of the art to your shower without messing up stuff. Oh, and, and like all these little things like hairnet and like all this stuff. But basically you either paint each other or throw paint on the campus and then you bang on top of it and like make an abstract work of art from your sex. And it is the most badass thing. We have one hanging over our bed. It's my favorite <gasps> thing. So I found out about this. I ordered one, didn't tell mm-hmm. him, didn't talk to him about it ordered one, um, purposefully made us a dinner that was low in cruciferous vegetables. It was like a Tuesday night. Like he came, I knew he was going to be home like earlier. So it wasn't going to be like a late night. I had dinner ready when he got there. I like had everything prepped and then basically kept the kit in the closet. And then when he went to like use the bathroom or something after dinner, I like put the dog away and like cleaned up everything and like put out this spread. Yeah. And he comes out and is like, what is going on? And I was like, oh, we're going to paint and then we're going to fuck. And he was like, what? And he was oh my so God. excited. He's so excited. And it was awesome. It was like, I, I planned it. So I felt ready and prepared. So it was mm-hmm. sexy. I had a playlist. I had my Netflix and chill playlist on Spotify, <laughs> all pumped up. Um, it was fantastic. And it was, it was like one of the most fun like experiences, um, that I can remember, you know, but that is like the perfect example of planned spontaneity. It was spontaneous for him, Mm -hmm. but I also was super into it. Like I was excited by the fact that I had planned it. I felt like giddy and excited, like waiting to spring it on him. Yes, And it worked out really well for both of us. I like that a lot. Like, you're going to have to send me that because I, I want, I'll send I want like, like abstract art of us, uh, like yeah. creating love. Well, like, the, best, <laughs> the best part is for a long time, right now it's in our bedroom because we're going to hang. We went on a very extensive um, 
world travel, like world tour. So mm-hmm. we have beautiful photographs we took that we want to show off. So those are going to yeah. go in the living room now. But for a long time, that painting hung over our couch and people will be like, oh, I, I love that. What is that? I'm like, oh, we had sex on that. Boom. <laughs> it's like, not only like now that you're pregnant, it's like, not only did we make a kid out of our love, but we made a painting out our of our love. love. Is art, you guys. Yes. Oh my God. Like I loved it. I loved it so much. I'm, I'm going to, I will put that link in the show notes so that you guys can go out and get your own. Yes. And would, you want would, to. It, would it be into intrusive, like to ask for a picture of that, of your painting for me to send you a picture of mine? I'll like, give you a picture. Yeah. No, please send me a picture. Cause yes. then I had, then I had other friends. Literally I should have gotten, and I'm going to, I'm going to work on a discount code for all of us. Yes. Cause I literally have like plugged them to so many people. And so many of my friends who were like, we need to figure out how to shake shit up. They ran out and bought kits right after I did it. I love that. And we all sent pictures of our kits to each other. And we were like, how did you get that? <laughs> then you're like looking at the designs and you're like, what were you doing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. So like when I think about this question, the first thing that comes to my mind is like, what's going on in the relationship? Like what's not causing the spontaneity? I can't say that word, but that word, like what is not causing that? Like, is there a riff in the relationship? Are you not present? Are they not present? Like, cause it's like the way you're describing the spontaneousness of it, like, oh yeah, like I have never been adventurous enough to like go do it in the bathroom like that's what my husband talks about he's like you know I just want to be in Michael's one day and like just you look at me and we look at each other and we just know we're about to have sex on this like arts and yeah. craft table or something you know and I was like in a republic dressing yes. room I mean yeah as long as and you it's clean like, up after yourself they don't really care yes and it's like <laughs> and it's like that makes my whole body like tingle it's like oh yeah I want that but it's like maybe like that's not my my definition of like being spontaneous even though like the idea of like going to dinner and like going to the unisex bathroom and be like it's on like that sounds really delicious to me but it's like what's the reason for there not being spontaneousness in that and it's like you can get creative with it like there's sometimes when I look at my husband and I'm like let's put on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse that's about like 20 minutes that's 15 minutes more than we need at this point and it's like let's go take a shower and like get this ball rolling they have and a like, kid by the way that's where the mickey yes. mouse playhouse comes in just yes, yes. didn't know sorry i forgot they're not turned on it. by mickey by mickey mouse playhouse <laughs> i mean they might be that's like i guess that's also fine as long as there's no kids we're, not, we're not though like <laughs> it's like just in case people were confused you like really float into that you're like let's yeah. turn on some mickey mouse playhouse <laughs> and get it on <laughs> The Mickey Mouse Playhouse is for their three-year-old. He's three, right? Or two? Yes, yeah. He's going to yeah. be three in January, three. yeah. Yeah, okay. Just cl- clarifying for the audience. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, No judgment. I'm just – that's a really no, no funny judgment. image. If like, Mickey Mouse, I was just like, just in case someone's thinking – like, I know that's not what you're talking about, but if yes. that does it for other people, you do what you need to do. Exactly. But yeah, taking advantage of the moment, just being like, hey, let's go. Yes, yes. But, like, for the longest time – uh, cause that's how Daniel is. He likes the spontaneous, like the heat of the moment, the passion. Cause like, that's what we used to do before Kobe, like before our son. Yeah. And it's like, it gets lost for a little bit. Cause like after the baby's born, like your body is like so different and everything feels weird. And it's like, that's okay for that period to happen. But then like you get stuck in that period where yeah. it's like, no, nah, I'm too tired. I'm too this. Get it back. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, I think just being, spontaneous with the time that you have Mm -hmm. and then also getting to the deep rooted issue of like 
why don't I like spontaneousness of it? And it's like, I actually had this conversation. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess we're just going to do missionary for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Okay, missionaries are good people, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like, I get it. And it's like, I have to be, I have to like start doing yoga or like something to be more limber, to be able to do the positions. And like, honestly, when I was thinking about the painting, I was like, it's just going to be a line. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, no, I have to, so I have to tell you this. (laughs) I will say that like Mike and I used to have really athletic sex. Like Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I've done yoga. I'm very limber. My leg can go very far beyond (laughs) my head. Like there are a lot of things, but I am here to tell you that a lot of those positions, like it literally, it's, it's something to do with being young. It's like, it Mm -hmm. literally is for the sport of it. It is not like the best feelings. Like I'm not going to orgasm that way. You know, like with my leg, us standing against the wall with my leg, like wrapped around his neck, like I'm not going to get off that way. Like it might be hot that I can do that. Like maybe that is exciting or whatever, but it's like, it's really part of a production. It's, it's production value. It's really not, um, it doesn't help the experience or the pleasure part that much. Yeah. Um, you know, there's like the tried and true stuff that really works just like anatomically. It's like, think about how Mm. things are lined up. What's being stimulated. Does it feel good? Does it not feel good? Yeah. Uh, that kind of thing. So I will say that (laughs) there's, there's definitely like value to all of those different positions and things, but they're not I would, I would put more emphasis instead of like going to yoga just so that you can get your legs somewhere in particular, I would look into, um, Tantra into Tantra books and look at the like locks, the different like positions and stuff, because a lot of it, it doesn't look athletic from the outside, but the angles and the depths and the things that are achieved, like there's something very specific about the exchange of energy and where body parts are meeting that is like extremely powerful. And you're like, Oh, holy shit. What is that? Like literally there's a move that I coined the finisher (laughs) that I got out of a Tantra book and it works like a charm every time every single time. And it's fantastic. And so it's, but it's not like from the outside, it wouldn't be like, Oh, that's like, it's not crazy. It's not the craziest thing that I've ever done. Um, but going back to what you're saying, I do think that like spontaneity doesn't have to be a huge production. Like for you, Mm. even another take or another interpretation of a spontaneous moment, especially since it's your partner who's like asking you for more spontaneity, Mm -hmm. what he's really saying is I really want to feel wanted. Like he's turned on by feeling like you really want him. Mm -hmm. And so what you do is like, when he goes to take a shower, he's like, I'm going to go take a shower. And you're like, okay, then you wait for him to get in the shower. Then you put on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse for your kid. And then you go get in the shower with him. You don't ask yes. permission. You just strip down and you walk in and you join him and you're like, Hey, this is happening. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, and it's like, you can, it, it depends on what you feel like doing. Like if you want to jump right in and do sex, that's cool. If you want to give him like a sudsy blowjob and then hop out and leave him and like, not even like get in, do the thing, jump yeah. out and leave leave him thinking about that shit for a couple of days. Like, you know, and then yeah. he, you will likely see him like initiate on the back end because he wants more of that. Yes. And so there's like small, not time consuming, like quick ways that you can do it. I do think though that a, an obstacle that gets in the way is that if one of you is really spontaneous, but one of you isn't, obviously Mm -hmm. you're like, yeah, I get that you want that, but like, I don't really care. So I'm not motivated, you know, I'm not motivated by it. I think Mm -hmm. that can be one. Or if you have had 
past relationships or experiences where you don't feel confident initiating, it can be really hard when one partner really likes spontaneity, the other partner is not confident in initiating mm-hmm. because they're scared of rejection or they've had negative associations with mm-hmm. initiating or they're uncomfortable um, being really open or aggressive about their wants or desires, which is sometimes a personality thing. Sometimes it's a trauma thing. Like it's just, you don't always know where that comes from, but that can make it hard to cross that bridge where it's like, I know they would like it so much if I did this, but I can't get up the gumption to do it. Yes. That's actually happened one time. I think it was when I was pregnant. Like I, (laughs) Daniel was watching Game of Thrones and I should have known, like, when he's in Game of Thrones, like he's in the zone, like he's in it, you know. And so but I went. You're to- like basically, I see porn though, so like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm turned on, so I assume yeah. he also is, and he's really yes. just enjoying like the prose and like the brilliance yeah. of the script. And you're like, yes, just, I he's he in, he's enveloped sex. in the story. Yeah. So like, I go into the room and I grab the lingerie, and I was like, ooh, I'm, this is gonna happen. Yeah. So I walk out and I'm standing like sexily on in the doorway, oh, and yeah. he looks at me and he just giggles. And then that's it. He just goes back to watching the show. Ah, the and giggle. I was like, God, fucker. The giggle is like, hard what? to get over, especially yes. if you're like feeling really serious. You're like, no, I'm like a yes. thousand percent in this right now. Yes. And you're like, oh no. And then the giggle just really shoots your horse right out from under yes. you. Wow. I, was like, I was like, wait a second. Like you want more of this, but not right now. And he's like, well, I'm watching Game of Thrones. Like I'm in it. Like I don't, I don't want it. I'm, that's not on my mind. And I was like, but I'm standing right here in lingerie. Like, isn't that a dream? Like, that's a dream of mine. Like, isn't that a thing? Yeah, this is like and a I was thing like, that happens. Yes. This and is I was like, like a you know movie what? thing right now. <laughs> so then literally I changed and I took, took a nap. I was like, this, this was emotionally draining. Like, this is not, no. <laughs> well, and then you're pissy and you're like, I don't want to do that again. Like, exactly. remember the last time I tried something? Exactly. You giggled at me and kept watching a TV show. Like, yeah. rejected. Exactly. Um, yeah. And that, is, I mean, that is something that you have to like, you have to feel out. Like I definitely, I mean, we've, we've taken turns at this point, like six years, Mike and I have taken turns, but as the, I would say definitely as the sexual aggressor, <laughs> that is me. <laughs> I have, there have been many times where I have been like, Oh, like, th- is this, is this happening? Is this, is this, this is going on. And I like yeah. am in it and I'm ready. And like, I, I was like making that up. He was like, not thinking about that <laughs> at all. And I was like, Oh, this is for sure. Thing. and it's I come out like, like ready to go and he's like yes. what 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 are you what are you doing what are you- <laughs> it's almost like we interpret their like not wanting to is like a challenge as well where it's kind like of. no I'm gonna change your mind yeah and like, it's like it we go in harder if I can get yes. you to have sex with me when you're like in the middle yes. of doing something you really want to be doing which is setting yourself up for yes appointment because let's be honest once you're in a partnership with someone, it's like, they know where that sex is coming from. Like, you're, they're not like, oh, that sex will never be available again if I don't stop my football game and go have yes. sex right now, which yes. does not feel great when you're like playing that storyline in your head about like being the most desirable woman on earth. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, whatever. Cause you know that like in a couple of days when your pride is not hurt anymore, you'll offer it up again and they'll be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's, there's going to be times of the, yeah, no thanks. And then there's going to be like, yeah, great. Awesome. Let's yeah. do this. So it's like, you got to, um, oh God damn. I just lost that. Pick and choose your battles. There, there we go. go. There you go. Train left station. It came back really quick for you though. Yes. Oh my gosh. I have, 
an episode coming out in, a, in like a week and a half. And I, it was such a good conversation, but like in the middle of it, I like lost the train and I spent way too long looking for it. Like you gotta yes. learn, sometimes you just got to learn to move on because it will come back eventually. Yes. Um, and, but I was like, I felt like it was important. And so there was like, literally, I just sat there and I was like, uh, <laughs> cause then, cause then you commit to the silence of like figuring out and you're like, that's really not coming back, but I can't give up the train of like trying to like, find now that train. I've sat here too long. So <laughs> I have to find out what it was and it needs to be profound or, yes. <laughs> or this silence that I don't know how to cut out of this audio file. is going to be for nothing. <laughs> oh my God. Girlfriend, I've been there many, many times. <laughs> we found it though. We found it. Yes, and and yeah. she was, she was so sweet. She was like, Oh, I'm so glad that you did, that you did find it. And I was like, Oh, thank you. She made me feel better about it. Um, but anyway, yeah. yes. So for me, I definitely have experienced, so like <laughs> spontaneous sex, especially when I was, when we were younger, like in the beginning, I was like, I just want you to want me all the time. <laughs> I want you to like, like, I want to go through alleys and you like rip my clothes off and stuff. Now yes. I'm like, that's a dark alley. There are probably meth heads with knives back here. Like don't go There's down the alley pee everywhere. Right. But like when I was younger, I was like, Oh my God, just like stop in an alley and have sex. It's hilarious how yes. that, that does change a bit. Um, mm -hmm. Now I'm kind of like, let's just check the services. I'm going to spray this down really quick. And then, okay, go <laughs> pull out my honest, like sanitizing spray yes. and like spritz the service before I put my ass on it. Um, it's like the definition of being mom ready. Like, much. I like whip it out of my bag. I'm like, hold on. Spritz, spritz, spritz. And I'm like, okay, go. <laughs> Sanitization is sexy guys. Yes. I don't want any weird diseases from this bathroom. SS. That's what we're going to call that. Sexy sanitization. Yes. Yes. So. I, but I wasn't, it wasn't even the spontaneity. It's just, I'm like, I have an exhibitionist streak. So it's mm -hmm. like the thought of being like caught or discovered or whatever Ooh. is like super hot for me yes. all the time. Mm -hmm. And so my, like a lot of my drive like came out of that. And Mike was like, <laughs> I remember him telling me, he was like, you just don't understand. He's like, I'm very, very unlucky. Like every, like I, like you think the thought of getting caught is hot. He's like, but I get, I will get caught like every time. Like I'm really unlucky. And I was like, what are you even talking about? Um, his theory was proven several times. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite ones was after a Christmas party one year, he went with me to like my work Christmas party. And it was a, a really bad one where like, all you can do is drink because the booze is free. Okay. And you're like, this will make the horrible games and the superlatives <laughs> and everything like a little bit better. This will boost um, morale. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think I got most motivated that year and I was like, oh, this is the worst. Like somebody kill me. Well, like two, two years ago, I was most likely to be on the cover of a magazine and the office flirt. And now I'm a respectable person and most motivated is what I got. I'm like, this is, this is a far cry from what I used to be. <laughs> so we're just drinking. I'm drinking and Mike is going to drive. So, <laughs> so I'm getting hammered at my Christmas party. He's being kind and supervising me. So we head back to um, our apartment and we're like on our, it's a brand new apartment that he had just moved into. And it was on like the third or fourth floor or something. The first floor, it was, the building was still under construction. Like he and his roommate were one of like 12 people who were living in the building. Like that okay. floor was done, but there was a bunch that were not. Okay. So we're like walking, you know, into the building and there's like an empty apartment with the door open. And we're like, oh, okay. And so I like walk in there and he like follows me in there and we close the door. 
get it on, like bang on the countertop, all the things. And then somebody starts like knocking on the door because they heard us and they're like, and it's like the building manager. And she's like, so what are you guys doing in here? And she's like, so mad. And she's like, I'm going to call the police. And I'm fired up because I've had wine. And I'm like, she's like, you don't live here. And I'm like, you don't live here either. And Mike's like, just let me handle this. Let me handle this. I'm getting like super mad and she, you know, but (laughs) ends up, she's all like, this is going in your file. So something, I don't know if it actually went in his file or not, um, but something supposedly quote unquote went into his file about, about permanent record. Yeah. That was like strike one of three. It was, (laughs) it was pretty hilarious. And afterwards he was just like, I told you I have bad luck. Like I always get caught. I always get caught. (laughs) What's funny is when you were telling that story, it reminded me of the time when um, we went on our first like away trip together. It was like a few months into date on night dating. And we went to this place like Angels Camp in um, somewhere in California, to be honest, I don't really know, but they had a hot tub and Daniel was like, mm, I've always wanted to do it in a hot tub. I was like, dude, let's go down to that wow. hot tub and see what magic can happen. It's so really all- hard to mash uglies in a hot, in hot water. But here, here we go, because this is where it gets really funny. So all the lights were off. It was dark. It was nighttime. We we're like looking at the stars. And then we start making out, and it was like getting heated. And then all of a sudden, the lights turn on, and we were like, "Someone's watching us." So we're just gonna sit back. And it was like that was probably the last time I've ever tried to do it, like in a public, quote unquote, public place, even though it was like a campground or like whatever it was. And I was like. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're like, I can't, I can't handle it. I can't yeah. Handle it. There's a camera somewhere, somewhere and I was like yeah. looking around, looking crazy. And I was like, they're probably oh entertained gosh. by the fact that I was freaked out. Oh, probably. They're like, those fuckers are having sex in our hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> they'll nope. just flash the light. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like spraying water on a cat when they're it doing something It was like a motion. Wrong. It was a motion activation thing. Like a dog yeah. ran across the yard somewhere and turned it on and you guys are like, oh no. <laughs> But that is, there's nothing that like kills a boner, like lights flashing on you. Like you're, you're like yes. in the dark and you think you're like under the cover of night. And then all of a sudden it's like really well illuminated. You're like, oh no. Yes. Never mind. <laughs> oh man. So how do we, how do we feel about that, that course of conversation? I, I feel like that was a balanced, that's a balanced mm-hmm. approach. The truth is there is planning involved in spontaneity. That's yes. the truth. One yes. person has to be responsible for initiating the spontaneity for the other person. And if you're both people who love spontaneity, I would imagine that one of two things will happen. Either no one ever does it because you're both waiting on the other person to do it, in which case you have to take turns. Yes. And that is literally one of those things where you just have to have a conversation about it. Like you have to be a grown up and say what you want and what you're expecting Mm -hmm. so that they know. Cause otherwise they're just sitting over there like wondering and making up stories about what it means. And it's so much easier to be like, Hey, so nothing's happening because I really like spontaneity and so do you. And I, I think I'm waiting on you to like do something, but I also, I want to do something, but I don't want to do something if you were doing something and like, we need to get on the same page. Um, cause I've, we've had that conversation where we've come to each other, you know, once or twice and been like, Hey, listen, this is really what I want. And they'll be like, Oh, well, that's really what I want from you. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well then we have to take turns. So yes. in the next little bit, like I will do something. And after I do, it's your turn. <laughs> like mm-hmm. tag you're in and that's just kind of how it has to go because it's like yeah. if you, especially with initiation like nobody wants to initiate all the time like that you know because we everybody wants to feel wanted like despite what your 
your typical preferences are. It's like everybody wants to feel like that having somebody reach out for you feels really good. So just remember how good that feels to you and remember that your partner also needs that. So just being really mindful that if they do initiate often, like be mindful that maybe you do need to think about ways to initiate for them so that they feel wanted and needed as well. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely utilizing the time that you have if you feel like you quote unquote don't have the time to leave room for it. Even if it's like, yeah, I think that's a part of the planning where it's like not necessarily planning like we're having sex at 12 o'clock on a Saturday and it's going to happen. Like, you don't have to send calendar invites. Ex- like I do that sometimes, <laughs> but you don't have to. <laughs> I am totally going to start doing that now. That is, oh, I just, I literally just put like sex or I put like, I'll put like the, uh, the donut and the eggplant emoji. And then I'll put like 8 PM, which means like, we're not laying on the couch and and watching TV. It's like after dinner, whatever, like at 8 PM, we move it to the bedroom for sex. So that way everybody knows what, what is expected later. (laughs) Yes. What is on the agenda for this evening? (laughs) And for some people that might not be romantic, but it's like when you're busy, I'm like, I just want you, because there's only so much energy. There are so many energy stores in the day. And I want you to know that I will be requiring some of yours later. So you can plan the afternoon accordingly, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I like that. I like that. But yeah, definitely utilizing the time that you have and get creative with that time. Like it doesn't have to be the same mundane thing of like, putting on Mickey Mouse clubhouse for your child or like doing it in the shower. Like we can just, you know, yeah. When he naps, I got like, think about how much you got done in high school. Like with the, when you like people were around and you had classes and like you were always about to be caught and all the things like mm-hmm. also penetration is not the only form of sex. You guys, like yes. you don't have to have intercourse to have a satisfying sexual experience. So mm-hmm. be thinking about like how much time and space does it really take to like go down on somebody or give a hand job or do, you know, like do whatever, like how can you just infuse a little more like hot, sexy time into your lives? It doesn't have to be like everybody takes all their clothes off and sticks it in like every single time. So stay open, stay open. Okay. Give us your thoughts, send us messages, engage, tell us what you thought. Tell us your most hilarious story. If you've ever been walked in on or had a spontaneous, um, had spontaneous combustion is what I call it. When you try to be spontaneous and it fails. <laughs> I love Feel that. Feel free to share that with us. Um, everybody needs to know that stuff. Like I have mm-hmm. countless stories and we'll get into them as we go along, but yes. you've had enough of my personal <laughs> history for now. Victoria, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for being here and answering hashtag asking for a friend questions with me, your friend. <laughs> Of course, anytime. (laughs) Hey, thank you so much for hanging in there and listening with an open and curious heart. I hope this conversation has inspired, educated, and entertained you, or at the very least, shaken things up in a productive way. Ann Voskamp says that shame dies when stories are told in safe places. So please share, rate, and review. Sending you love and dark chocolate. Talk soon. (laughs)